0: I'm Daniel the Past Life Regressionist, and it's time to begin. Lift off and the clock has
1: started.
0: This is Time of Spirituality. Everyone, welcome back to Timeless Spirituality. Just want to remind everyone that I have a workshop coming up on October 8th that'll be co hosted with my friend Gabriella Alziari, and it will be about spirit guides, connecting with your spirit guides, and connecting with your intuition. And there will also be a group progression there. So just go ahead and check out the show notes for the rest of the details and a link to tickets. And, yeah, we'd love to see you there on October 8th at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. There we go with that. Okay, on to the next order of business. I'm going to be doing some upcoming episodes that are going to be venturing into some different territory. So, I'm looking for guests for those episodes. So, first thing I'm looking for... Is someone who would be willing to come on and share their story regarding a death that had a profound effect on their life in a way that helped them find more purpose. So if you would like to come on and share your story, just go ahead and reach out to me and I would love to have you on. And the next thing I'm looking for a guest for, I think that's grammatically correct, it's it's venturing into some even shall we say darker territory it has to do with suicide and if anyone has thought about suicide or taken that step and found your way back and through the act of making it through the light sorry this one's just a little hard for me to to really articulate so doing my best with it But if you were able to come out on the other side with a renewed sense of purpose, I would love to have you on to come on and share your story. So same thing, just reach out to me if you would like to do that, and I would love to have you on. (sighs) Okay, took my deep breath there. Okay, I think I did all right with that. Now on to this episode today. This was recorded back in December of 2022. And this was one that I thought a lot about after recording. So there was something that was brought up regarding animals and spirit guides in this one. And I made a joke about it at the time. And I thought to myself after the fact, why didn't I make that joke? And upon, well, pondering that one over even more, I realized that there was something about it that made me uncomfortable. And for the life of me, I didn't know what it was until I thought about it more and more. And I saw that my view on, shall we say, animals and past lives or animals beyond anything outside of just being animals was really shaped by something I read in a book years ago by someone who was well-known in the field. And I saw that I was basing... My, I don't know if cosmology would be the right term for it, but we'll just say cosmology. My cosmology was based off of what I read. And even being a past life regressionist, there have been times when I've had clients who have seen themselves as animals. And in my mind, I think I I wrote it off as a metaphor without being open to the possibility that they were indeed experiencing a past life as an animal so for someone as stubborn as me there's been an unraveling taking place over almost the last year of opening my mind to something more and in being okay with unraveling that belief system that i built so you're gonna see that in action here today and uh I will expand upon that further in future episodes. So uh, yeah, happy to have you guys here today. And with all of that said, if you would like to book a regression with me to discover who and and where you have been throughout time, you can reach me on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist or my website, thepastliferegressionist.com. And now it's time to begin. Lily, welcome back to the show. How are you doing?
2: hello hello i'm good how are you doing
0: i'm excited to finish what we set out to start a few months ago talking about your past (laughs) life experience oh i'm so so ready to
2: of course thank you for having me back
0: oh i'm happy to have you back because even after your episode you know i I got some really good feedback or i received some that's better grammatically i received some really good feedback about about lily so i mean (laughs) come on it was just a given right (laughs)
2: it was a given to receive feedback for both of us i mean i really hope that everything went well for you these last couple months
0: yeah it's it's been a magical journey as i continue to to recapture the magic
2: (laughs) well i'm glad to hear it
0: so i'm going to ask you a question and i'm just going to answer it for you okay here we go lily (laughs) sorry i'm such a dork lily (laughs) What is your favorite song about time and why? Well, Daniel, I'm going to tell you. My favorite song about time is Dust in the Wind by Kansas. And I'm going to hand it over to my other half to tell me why. Because Daniel doing his voice forgot why. Did I get that right? Yeah, absolutely nailed it. Cool. So, <laughs> why was Dust in the Wind your favorite song about time? Because...
2: It just teaches you about how life is so precious that no matter what happens, you're just going to be dust in the wind and you got to really capture those special moments that everything is infinite. No, not, I mean, nothing is infinite besides the earth and sky.
0: And it slips our way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. let me going to get the song out of my head now. Cool. Well, thank you for reminding everyone. And I'm just going to state right off the bat, I'm not going to ask you the question about why you wanted to do a past life regression, because I'm going to recommend that anyone who hasn't listened to your first episode yet goes and checks it out before embarking on this episode. And that episode was number 50 titled recapturing the magic. So we're going to jump right in right now, because I'm sure we're going to have lots of good stuff to talk about. Are you ready?
2: Heck yeah, let's do it.
0: So what came up for you in your past life regression?
2: my first one, I think it was really just starting me out on how it feels, how it felt to like dive into what was happening. It was really hard for me to understand what was happening and what it was showing me. I felt it was just me getting oriented, getting used to the feeling and, uh, you're right. It, at first it did feel like I was kind of making it up at first, but obviously like you can't make this shit up. <laughs> um I was moving from my childhood home really far away and I was doing that alone. So um in in this life I realized like I I I don't like being alone because I like enjoying my life with other people, but in this this la- this first life that they showed me I was moving, I was doing everything alone and, and that, that's okay.
0: Did anything else come up for that life?
2: And how I really needed to trust my intuition about things. Cause you know, I remember being super worried, but also really sad that I was leaving. And, but also really excited and that I knew I just had to do it and just go with my intuition.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for sharing.
2: Of course.
0: What else came up for you?
2: I'm not sure if this is kind of I think it it was definitely the same life. It was after I did move. We were in the car. It was me and this this man and uh I was really enjoying the wind in my hair. It was a top down car. I was really enjoying that and uh which is really it was really weird for me to experience because I I hate wind. No matter what, I hate wind and I always I always say it. Everyone knows it. Um, and I really, really liked it. And there was a scarf blowing and I was really enjoying that. The first couple lives were just showing me how much my soul craves adventure. And I feel like we were going up a coast and just along a wavy road and just loving every minute of this freedom that I had and this sense of adventure because me and this male friend were going to a party and I was really excited for it. And I, I just remember reflecting back on me leaving. It was definitely one of the best decisions I made in that lifetime.
0: So this was part of the same life where you left your yes. child at home. What else came up for that one?
2: I think one of the lessons was that I also need to take my time with things that like life moves so fast that uh, I got and I feel like I got to catch up, but I just needed to just slow down and enjoy living in the moment.
0: What was the time period for that one?
2: You know, I'm thinking it was a really nice car. The top was down, but I I feel like it was maybe 60s. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not sure because like, you know, I had like a long skirt with like um, kind of flats on and my hair was kind of. I I don't know. I think for some reason I'm feeling 60s.
0: Did you have a beehive on your head? (laughs) <laughs>
2: no <laughs> just like a, a blue headband and uh...
0: oh okay okay that was a good look they should bring that back
2: they should well they're bringing a lot of other things back I have seen people walk around with mullets in my town and I'm just like well there's there's something <laughs> well, there's some
0: things they don't need to bring back yeah I mean the mullet was an interesting look
2: very interesting yes just not my cup of tea
0: yeah, I never had a mullet. I never had a rat tail. I never had any of that stuff. Yeah. You
2: regret it, don't you?
0: Very much. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time you could ever get away. Well, I guess not, because you can't get away with a mullet now. I don't know if you could ever really get away with the rat tail. Some people did. Some
2: people did, and it was just, it was interesting. You could always tell those kind of people from others.
0: Yeah. Well, Mel Gibson did pretty well with the mullet in the Lethal Weapon movies, at least in the first three.
2: Never seen them, so I can't comment.
0: (laughs) You've never seen a Lethal Weapon movie?
2: No, I'm not really one for action movies. Although I love superhero movies.
0: This is a superhero movie without the powers. (laughs) Martin Riggs, a Vietnam vet, who's really good with a shot.
2: Okay, all right. I have to admit it does sound a little tempting.
0: Yeah, it's good. And then there's this guy Jacob in the first movie. And he takes a cigarette and he burns it on his arm just to intimidate was that it or no, he held his hand over a flame. Like, yeah, it was Yeah. And I'm doing a really good job selling the movie. <laughs> How it
2: badass. Out. It's
0: good and then they had the sex. Boom! <laughs> No, I can get down with that. A little funky guitar. (laughs) Anyways, where were we? (laughs) So what else came up for you in that life?
2: I think that was pretty much it. Every every life that they... I think they've shown me like seven lives, but every one was... Like the first one was like the short one and then it just kept getting longer as we went, I think. I think it was just me getting used to everything, you know? And then... As we got along, I was able to stay in lives longer because I was getting comfortable with it.
0: So what was the next one that came up for you? By the um, way, I'm such a boy talking about the Lethal Weapon movies. and. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we could talk about superhero movies. I'd be so down with that.
0: We'll save some time for that at the end. That'll be a cool <laughs> conversation to have. Don't let me forget. <laughs> so what came up for you in the second life?
2: the second life I was an old man just sitting on the beach and I was taking a vacation and I remember being so tired because I think it was the very first vacation one of the first that I've ever taken but I was an old man so I remember just being so tired of work and just really glad that I had time to sit and watch a sunset because I was very warm and the sand was so comforting on the beach and it was a really nice peaceful time to finally get to have. That one was really short as well as that's pretty much it for that one.
0: How about the next one?
2: This one was really interesting. I was walking, I was a man. Uh, I was walking for a while in the desert and I remember having those kind of like sandals on as I was walking you were asking me where you were where i was walking to and i didn't know i had to rely on my intuition i remember it being dark and i had to i was looking at the stars and i just i i didn't know where i was walking but i knew i was headed in the right direction but i was walking for a very long time and then you said to you know kind of condense time and get to the place where i needed to be and um i found this kind of area this this colony and it it, it was It was kind of like, I don't want to say a gold city or like the pyramids, but it was kind of like in that ancient time. And I was brought up to this man that was there to teach me. I I was going there to learn. I didn't know what he was teaching me at first. And then you told me to ask him. And uh, he said, he's teaching me about the stars. And he brought me to this room and it was like, it was like almost like a dome because when I looked up, the stars were so close. So it was kind of like a dome, but with the top as a magnifying glass, I feel like. So you could like navigate the stars easier, like looking back on it, that's, that's what makes sense more. But he was just telling me telepathically, uh, cause I, I, you were asking me what he was saying. I'm just like, he's not talking. He's just kind of telling me things through telepathy, which was very cool, but very odd for me uh, in that life anyway. But the stars, he was telling me about how the stars just are the universe's way of communicating and how the stars mean so much more than we know, which we know, but a lot of people, you know, astrology, oh, F that, you know, that's so stupid, but it really is just a map of your universe.
0: Anything else come up for that life?
2: Yeah, in that in that life I remember spinning. Not me in that life, but uh while I was in the regression I was spinning and uh you said, you know, can we can we stop the spinning and I, that happens a lot to me when I meditate because I think and it was also because of all this information getting downloaded into me and I feel like I was just not overwhelmed, but getting all this and I was spinning a lot and it was very odd, but you know, everything went away. Once you said, you know, to, if you're uncomfortable, stop, let's stop the spinning. And it did, it it did. But that was just very interesting just to constantly be spinning like that. It wasn't a bad feeling. It was just like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's cool having that dome, seeing the stars that way. So I, I was listening to everything you were saying, but then I was just thinking how cool that would be to be in a room like that. Or it was natural, and you didn't have to look through a telescope, but it was just right. Okay, where were we? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So what came up for you next?
2: The man was also trying to tell me to like always remember that there's something more, there's something bigger in the grand scheme of things, to stop worrying about the mundane things, money, social media, technology, and just remember that there's something more that you're you're here for a reason you're learning things for a reason for your soul to grow and you know to have these things that you want just isn't it to grow spiritually
0: yeah yeah sound advice (laughs) (laughs) yeah I i don't know what to say to this stuff i'm just i'm just here for it now at this point so i'm just a big goober i'm i'm having dinner with my mom tonight and she's making steak so i'm Admittedly, thinking about that, just a nice juicy steak. Oh, I and hope she seasons it meal. real good. She does, well. She, does nice. well. she uses Santa Maria seasoning. It's good. It's really good. She uses just the right amount, too.
2: Nice. Well, I hope it's perfect.
0: <laughs> it will be. Yeah, and I need to stop thinking about that and just be present here right now <laughs> no, <laughs> and not thinking about food. Uh, what was the next life that came up for you? The
2: next life, I think it was... It's, it's hard to tell, but I was, I was a little girl and I don't know if it was like an in-between life because it just seemed so perfect. Um, I was a little girl and I was playing outside of my house and, um, I was describing this, this dress that had yellow flowers on it and it made me feel really pretty. And, uh, I was trying to climb this tree, but it was too tall. And you told me to ask the tree if it could lower one of its branches for me so I could just climb on up there. And it, and it did, it worked. I, the tree, I was talking to the tree, the tree talked to me. And, uh, I remember birds flying all around me and just being so at peace because the sun was shining. It was just a beautiful, beautiful day. And, um, I think it was their way of reminding me, like, I, I need to reconnect with nature and remember that I have such a connection with nature that I need that to kind of recharge and realize that, you know, the earth loves me and, that everything is connected and we are one. And that was also a very, another powerful lesson that I I needed to remember that I'm not alone.
0: So you brought up the term an in-between life. What do you mean by that?
2: I mean, like, so before we go from life to life, we have that in-between state where before we sign, you know, whatever contract we sign. And I feel like maybe I was, there because in that life I, there was just, it just wasn't ending. There was no me growing up. There was, there was just there and there was no one else there except for me outside of my house in this beautiful tree. And there was just nothing else around. So I think that was more of my higher self, just giving me that comfort that I needed to feel because I've had a lot of anxiety these last, this last two years. So, um, And you also let me have, like, I think it was like two minutes to myself for that. Cause you said you needed to like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You said you were going to be right back. And then I think you gave me like two minutes to just be there and be in comfort and be in that peacefulness. And I think that's what I really needed for that, that therapy kind of thing.
0: I've learned that I, I can't have frozen yogurt before a session. (laughs) (laughs) Cause sometimes, you know, I need the 30 seconds to run to the restroom. There's, I mean, I don't, there's something about it that makes me need to pee.
2: <laughs> Man, I thought you were letting me have that because you knew I needed it.
0: <laughs> well, I think it was, <laughs> it was that too, but also me holding on and waiting for an opportune moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I remember your session happened while I was staying in a hotel. Cause I yes. was out, yeah, I was out of my place for a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Run it in, you know, to the other room really quick, and then I think I got back for it and still let you sit with it because I yes. only needed 30 seconds. <laughs> so, you know, there's like 11 seconds to do what I needed to do and figure three or four seconds each way. And then, well, maybe it was a few more because I, I follow the rules and wash my hands for 20 seconds.
2: So, you got to sing happy birthday twice. It's twice, twice.
0: Oh, yeah, it is twice. I'm doing know head it's, now. Twi- yeah. <laughs> it's twice. <laughs> But even if that didn't happen, I think it, it probably still would have been one of those things where I said, hey, let's sit with this for a minute. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I remember when the tree lowering the branch and then just, it's like, yeah, she needs this moment. But I still want to focus on the in-between life part. Why is that what you think that it was?
2: You know, I, I really don't know. I just have this feeling. And for with me, it's my big... Um, psychic ability kind of is to just feel things. I don't, I, and I just know things like that's just, I'm not sure why it's just the feeling that I got. It's just, this was just an in-between kind of thing because I felt careless. But then again, I was also, I don't know. I was also a little girl. And like when you're, when you're a kid, you know, you could care less about anything and just live in the moment with everything. So I'm not entirely sure, but I feel like that was an in-between kind of thing.
0: So, even with a session like yours, when it comes to time, I can only comprehend in a linear sense. As much as I don't believe the time is linear, at this point, I'm just not capable of thinking about it any other way. And I remember even thinking during your session, in a linear time sense, it feels like there's an overlap going on here in more than one life. It felt like the life with the old man, the vacation, felt like the car, well, that I mean, I, we didn't see when these people passed away. But it just felt like with the natural progression of time that there may have been an overlap. Now, I also don't believe that there's only one reality necessarily or that we don't just incarnate into one. I don't want to use the word timeline because I feel like that's so overused. But into one uh, universe, Let's let's just say that. But I also believe in the possibility that we can be in more than one body at one time as well. But what I also believe is that some of those may have even just been metaphors. I believe that they were past lives, but I never want to rule out the possibility of it just being a metaphor. Because mm-hmm. just like you said about the higher self giving you something, I think that sometimes the higher self speaks through metaphors. So even for the life with the girl, I feel it may have been a possibility of it being a metaphor. I mean, sure, it could have been an in between also. Like I I don't know. I guess I ask you because admittedly, it's been a while since I've really indulged in past life reading. I mean, when I say that past life literature. So I'm more separated from reading all the books than than you are at this point. So it's like, (laughs) you're still like my gateway into what's been said there. So I mean, what's your take with just what I brought up?
2: No you know what I I completely agree cuz um it, we have a certain theme going on here with 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 the first life with the car and the second life with the old man that it was it was kind of the same lesson that needed to be learned or like the same kind of peace that I've been needing to have with my anxiety and the constant worry and it was just peace and comfort that I was feeling there but also that I enjoy freedom and I enjoy adventure, and I'm not going to shoot down that it was. That's it's just it, that that was a metaphor. You know, it could could have been a past life. It it very may well have could have been a metaphor. Absolutely. But um, I also believe that um,
0: it could have next, been an in between state.
2: It, it all yeah could have been yeah. an in between state. Whatever whatever your subconscious or or higher self needs you to see, like like you said many times like your subconscious will not show you anything you're not ready for Mm -hmm. that day. I think they showed me exactly what I was looking for because also I I wanted to tell you, I was super, super nervous. I had to work that day. Our session started at three and I got off at two. Uh, I I was working that day and I was very nervous. My only one coworker knew what was, what was happening that day. And I was putting away the grocery order and just constantly thinking about it. And I had this young gentleman come up to me. Okay. This random person, I have no idea who it was. He came up to me. He's just like, can, can I pray for you? Can I pray with you? And I said, oh, um, sure. So he, he grabbed my hands and he just started praying with me and talking to God and and telling God to protect me and and help me through my endeavors and everything. And that was, that just blew me away. It blew my mind and it really made me have comfort. Took some of my anxiety away but, um, because obviously I was still very nervous about it. I was very excited, but, you know, I was very nervous, too. So I think that that really, really helped a lot, though, because it was just mind-blowing.
0: Jeez, that, look, that says something about you, because I feel if that happened to me, and if someone walked up to me before I was on, or about to do my first past life regression, they said, I want to pray for you right now. So you know. I'd be like, what am I getting myself into right now? What are they picking <laughs> up on? What's going to happen to me when I do this? What? I can't do this. I can't do this. So hats off. Kudos.
2: <laughs> just your way of looking at it, your perception of things.
0: Yeah. That's why I need the Lily perspective. You do have a, yeah, <laughs> much cleaner perspective than I do. And just one more thing <laughs> I want to comment with regards to the metaphor, past life, or in between space. At the end of the day, I don't think it really matters all that I find value in in that situation is what are you taking away from it? It's hard for me to say that as a past life regressionist. Like, oh, I'm I'm leading people on a, on a journey where they may be receiving a metaphor. But if it helps, it helps. So that's just Absolutely. my two cents on it. I guess my line of inquiry just came from, hmm, I guess a curiosity. Of, mm-hmm. Am I missing something by not considering the potential for it to be an in-between space? So, because yeah, you... You're really helping reinvigorate that space for me.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, it's it could be a possibility. I mean, we don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I took what I got out of it and it really helped me. So
0: you want to hear a quick, funny story about the first time I remember encountering that? Okay. So I did a session with a woman who was probably, God, this was. this was probably within the first year of when I, was practicing, so yeah, this would have been... How old she she been at the time? And she was in her late 20s at the time. And she saw herself as a dude who had a pilot's license and crashed onto a small desert island. And I don't remember exactly what happened there, but the guy was rescued. Oh, sorry, I got to back up before he got on the <laughs> plane the time or the, the time for that happening was it was in the 80s because i used to spend a lot more time during a session looking for clues as to when something was and then as time went on as a practitioner i'm just i said to myself look i've oriented someone in at this point how is this going to be helpful for them if i'm looking for these little details of you know this and that it's like no at a certain point you just move forward and and get them the meat of what they need. So, yeah, I spent a lot more time back then looking for that stuff. And it was pinpointing it to the, I don't know, it was the early or mid-80s at that point or something. And this woman was born in the late 80s in this incarnation. So, when when the guy got in the plane and I heard her talking about the plane crashing into a deserted island, I'm like, oh, this guy's toast. he's He's dead. There's, he's going he's gonna to die shortly and then be reborn as this woman. And then he got rescued. And then his time went on. He got older and older. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> we're, we're in the 90s at this point. We're even jumping in the early 2000s. What the fuck is going on here? And then the guy got married. And, and just all these things were happening. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I remember when the subconscious came forward to the higher self and asking what, what was going on there? And the higher self said, cause I think I may have even asked, was that her life? Cause I don't think I jumped right to parallel realities. Right. I mean, maybe I brought it up, but the higher self said, no, it, it wasn't her life, but she was going through something at the time, you know, going through a breakup. And I think there were metaphors. there also about crashing on a desert Island. And then, being rescued and getting married down the line. But I remember saying to the higher self, you couldn't have found a out of the billions of people on the planet. That's the life that you you picked for her. <laughs> I, and I wish I could I could remember what the higher self said, but I just remember sitting there scratching my head after the guy got rescued thinking, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> what is going on? but it was helpful for her so that's all that mattered at the end of the day.
2: Absolutely. I think that's what really matters most, but uh yeah, I bet you learn to not jump to conclusions like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy's
0: dead. <laughs> well, I <laughs> I wish I could say that I've learned my lesson there, but there are... I usually do pretty well in that department of the prediction of what's to come, but I I still get a... it still get them wrong. But I'm not scratching my head anymore with the the timing of things. I think that's where the mm-hmm. the big scratcher was because now it's just a matter of, oh, I'm trusting my gut on this one. I see where this is going, and then yeah, those times, whoop, that was a plot twist. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Keeps so, you on your toes. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's fun to have that. Yeah. So, what was the next life that came up for you?
2: The next life is my last one. Uh, this one's really, really interesting. I actually tell you know a lot of people. This one, I was a man, and then uh, all of a sudden there was a volcano eruption. And when I was telling my one friend this, he's like, "The eruption of Pompeii?" And I'm just like, "I don't know. (laughs) Just there was a volcano eruption. That's all I'm, so I'm getting from this." But um, yeah, uh, I think they showed me this one because I was, you know, frantically running around trying to help the women and children out, you know, of All the ash falling and the ground constantly shaking and running away. And I remember seeing all the animals that were just in total traumatic fear and uh, really that really taking a toll on everyone. And when it was all said and done, almost I remember you know looking for my family, my children, and my uh, significant other, and um, you know they were nowhere to be found, and I was just left with devastation of knowing that I was here, I was helping everyone else, but I couldn't help my family out of there, you know? So that was, that was a lesson to be learned. And I, and later that's when we found out, like, that's why I had such bad anxiety, you know, with um, every time I left my house, I was afraid I'd come home to my house, just being burned down to the ground. And uh, since our session, I've thought about that but I haven't had true anxiety of it every time I left the house like that. I, I never had that reason to not leave the house anymore.
0: <laughs> so you guys can't see it, but I'm dancing right now. I'm dancing <laughs> like a white boy. Let's <laughs> like do the funky chicken now. And Yes. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Past life regression for the win.
2: Heck yeah. How's that feel? It, it, it feels incredible, especially the first month afterwards. I'm just like, well... This is new this is nice I, I can actually enjoy myself enjoy my life without having to having to worry about that and just having that in the back of my head all the time and you know I could be enjoying myself with friends and all of a sudden oh, there it is like every, everything's gone but uh, it's definitely so different now yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. well, thank you so much for sharing all that. How about the higher self portion? What came up for you?
2: That was such an interesting experience. It's in, when I listened to the session, it doesn't even sound like me talking. It, it, that, so that was very cool, very weird. My higher self informed me that um, the the male that I was driving in the car with in my first life, that was my current husband. And at the time, like, We kind of liked each other, but you know, it never really worked out because I just wanted to go, go, go with my life. I wanted to just have that adventure, a sense of adventure and just keep going, have nothing hold me back. So that was cool. And then the man that was teaching me about the stars, um, my higher self informed me that that was my father in this life. I always thought of my dad as like a very wise person and a very, I learned a lot from him. And he's was a very very good role model for me, and so I I, I knew that was that was coming. <laughs> but um, I had a childhood dog. His name his name is Rocco, and he passed away when I was sixteen, at ten years old. So I've had I, he was my best friend. And when my husband and I got uh, this one dog, Elo, he just. He reminds me so he reminded me so much of him, so I asked you to ask that question, like you know what's my connection to Elo and uh he he was Rocco from an earlier life, and my my higher self was like he he didn't want to leave, but he had to, but we gave him back to you when you were happy and in such a better place mentally and spiritually and you know more mature and it was it was so nice and now, like I feel like I could talk to him every day like actually actually talk like he understands me he's so smart (laughs) I don't know I have a connection with that dog
0: (laughs) that's so heartwarming I know (laughs) so I I guess that's maybe a lesson for everyone that maybe you don't need to go clone your dog after they pass away
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard some people doing that
0: (laughs) that's really sad I, I I get it what I've also heard, what was it, did I watch an article, or not an article, did I watch a story on that or read an article where they, I think the consensus was that it looked like their dog, but didn't act like their dog. So then I, I mean, that just brings the whole question of, you know, do dogs have souls, which I believe that they do. So maybe the physical vessel stays the same, but there's a new soul that comes to inhabit it. And then you got to wonder about astrology and does astrology affect animals the way it affects humans so if so maybe it is the same soul however they're born with a different doggy chart so they're going to act differently <laughs> in that respect or maybe your pets will come back to you in this life or future incarnation
2: yeah i mean i also uh heard of a theory that they are also just your spirit guides coming in to help you and guide that's you that's horse
0: shit don't bring that shit up here lily i'm just I'm <sighs> kidding
2: okay <laughs> i'm totally
0: kidding sorry 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 <laughs> sorry So, are you saying
2: no you know what that's it i'm done i'm done with that done with that oh, conversation
0: i'm sorry but actually that wasn't horseshit I, I i meant to grammatically say that was bullshit i'm just i'm kidding though. that was that i'm so sorry for jumping in no no please i was trying to be funny and it didn't work <laughs> so <laughs> i crashed and okay. burned on that one
2: okay we can still be friends
0: so what were you saying about that though about what you heard about spirit guides coming into animals.
2: Yeah. that um, You know, they are also part of your soul family because your spirit guides, all your, are your soul family and they come to you through different people, different, uh, I believe different animals, uh, even birds. I got, I was really close to this one bird we had um, and she passed away. Uh, but um, yeah, I felt always felt very close to animals that they're definitely a sign or they help you throughout your life.
0: I like that. I'm open to it. I think it's cool. I'm I'm not as closed off as I may appear to be sometimes. Because the truth is just, I don't know.
2: You're just focused on that stake, I think.
0: Well, I wasn't. <laughs> 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 then you I be truth be told, I've been thinking about the conversation we're about to have about superhero movies. That's kind of what I've been thinking about is okay, how's this gonna work? We're gonna make it somewhat quick, but substance. Substantive enough Yeah Alright <laughs> so let's segue really quick What's your favorite superhero movie of all time?
2: That's what I was going to ask you um, See I'm really into Marvel Really into Marvel And it's, it's so hard to pick And I also love How they add humor into every single movie I think Thor is freaking hilarious But so is Iron Man with his sarcastic personality, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Thor, but I love Guardian of the Galaxy movies.
0: Which Thor movie?
2: The first one. Uh, he's so funny in the first one because he's still, uh, he hasn't grown into, he hasn't grown into his full self yet, so it's just, he's kind of, not dopey, but he just doesn't understand Earth and how it works And when he gets, you know, put back there. It's pretty interesting. <laughs>
0: So I swear to you, what I'm about to tell you is 100% true. Because I was just having a conversation with someone about the way that that I, I want to bring past life regression out into the mainstream and my approach to, to I don't want to say the entertainment value of it per se, but it just not being standard. So as I'll talk about in a moment with my favorite superhero movie, I'm going to leave you hanging for a second as to which, but I'm more of a DC guy. What I was talking Mm. to this person about was even though those movies had my favorite superheroes in them, the Marvel movies are superior to them because of the humor. It's that humor, even in the action scenes in those Marvel movies, there'd be a little break where they make a quick joke or quip and then move right back into the action. You know, the music will cut out. They say something. We're back again. And that's <laughs> what made it amazing was the humor.
2: Yes. Hey,
0: you. So you're so right about that. And as you guys have seen, that I've kind of crashed and burned a little bit with the humor in today's episode. <laughs> but i you know, I was trying too hard today. Admittedly, I was trying way too hard. But. Yeah. Cause I think that's that's what this world needs a little more is I mean, granted, also this wasn't a super serious episode. There wasn't a lot of, of heavy topics we were talking about. Although I think I do okay at straying away from humor and the heavy ones. Now I'm just thinking, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because why am I not incorporating <laughs> humor into those as well? <laughs> but uh I've never seen the Thor movies. I tried watching the first one and I was having trouble with the camera. Really? Just the way that it was filmed at the beginning, there was something about it that made it really difficult for me to watch. Even though in the Avenger movies, I think Thor is great. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't get into it. Maybe I'll give it another try because I think it's probably been about 10 years since I tried. I mean, I didn't, Go and see in the theaters, but I remember watching it once it came out on video. Yeah, so maybe it's time, so thank you. All right. Are you ready for my favorite? Yes. Although it's not part of the DC film universe, my favorite superhero movie of all time is The Dark Knight. Not only is it my favorite superhero movie, it's also my favorite movie. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I I have, I'm sorry, I've never seen it. (laughs) What? I don't don't like DC that much.
0: (laughs) Oh, you gotta watch The Dark Knight. Did you see the new Batman movie? No. Because you don't like DC?
2: I guess not just because of that. Batman just never (sighs) did it for me, I guess. I don't know.
0: So what have you heard about the new Batman movie from people you know who've seen it?
2: Robert Pattinson. That's it.
0: (laughs) So no reviews on it, nothing.
2: I mean, I heard it. I heard it was good. I I didn't hear anything bad about it. I mean, before, like before it came out, I know a lot of people were worried because you know Robert Pattinson had had such a big role in Twilight that it was going to affect how he played Batman. But um, I know I heard that people really liked it.
0: So my feeling with the new one was what I went and saw it. Like when I go and see movies, I don't like to go opening week. Well, I, never, I don't go to movies on weekends because people suck. So, yeah. And I usually go for a big movie, either the week, like for the second week that it's out, and I'll go on a Monday or a Thursday for a matinee, usually the first one, because it's in a big theater and there are only a couple people in there. So that's how it was for Batman. <laughs> I mean, there are maybe two other people in this huge theater that I was in amazing i love it and i wasn't crazy about the new one it was a little slow but what i appreciated about it was that it was a batman movie i mean you felt like you were watching a comic book on screen i really? loved that that's what was really cool about it the reason i love the dark knight is because it wasn't a batman movie okay It was an amazing story that happened to have Batman in it. You could have taken Batman out of that film and just put in some other kind of police officer and it would have been an amazing movie.
2: Okay, I'll have to watch it. I'm really curious now, I'll have to watch it.
0: I highly recommend starting with Batman Begins.
2: Okay, I I was just about to ask if I should watch any other movie before that.
0: Watch Batman Begins. Because that's the beauty of that trilogy is that it's so grounded. It's so grounded. And it's amazing. It's so good, especially The Dark Knight. It's fan-fucking-tastic. It's such a good movie. And Batman's my favorite out of all the superheroes. Batman followed by Superman. I just haven't been crazy about Batman in the DC films. So if that says anything where I'm where I'm not just like, Batman all the way. I'm like, I'm being honest about the way I see those films. And (laughs) Dark Knight, an amazing film. Just, yeah, it's, it's oh, it's so good. And then the way they finish the trilogy, there's just a beginning, middle, and an end. It's so perfectly crafted. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Hey, I'm all for a good movie. I'm really excited for this uh, new Avatar movie coming out.
0: yeah. Yeah, I kind of am too. Yeah. I, I remember liking the first one, and I've heard the second one is getting great reviews. Really? Yeah, I mean I'll watch it when it comes. I'm not going to the theater for that one. A little long for my taste for that, and it's yeah. also running. We're you know we're recording this in early December right now, so we're rolling into you know the Christmas season. So you know all the, all the kiddies are going to be out of school, and everyone is going to be going to the movies, and even if you go to a matinee, it's still going to be full. And there's people and then they're you know (laughs) that's them eating their popcorn like all obnoxious (laughs) and then pulling out their phones because they have to scroll on instagram in the middle of a movie or send messages to their friends because they can't just wait because they need that dopamine hit just just, don't get me started on people
2: see that doesn't happen around here i i like going to the movie theater everyone's everyone's super respectful around here i don't know i don't know if that's just i swear i love we love going to the movie theaters
0: they don't eat their popcorn loud?
2: Not really. I mean, like even in the ones that uh, I don't know what kind you have, but the one the one big one uh, you can order while you're sitting and they bring food into you. But like it's always it's still dark and like you could eat whatever burgers, popcorn and like people are nice and quiet, although the movie is super loud. So it almost blows your eardrums out. I'm serious. It's very loud, but also people are very respectful.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, Not here. Not here in L.A. They're not respectful at movie theaters. So (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I don't ruins the
2: first experience.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, this is a fun way for us to wrap it up. Yay! So, thank you so much (laughs) for coming on, and I'm excited to have you on again for the continued journeys of Lily. So, where can everyone find you?
2: Um, I'm gonna stick with my TikTok. It's Lily Lou L I L Y L O U four four four. I still haven't posted anything, but you know what? I am getting there, and it's going to happen very soon.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, and yay,
2: yay! Thank you for having me,
0: fellow time travelers. Your journey through time awaits you just want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And if you're interested in discovering who, when, and where you have been throughout time, and you'd like to book a session with me, just go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist, or you can reach me through my website, yourpastliferegressionist.com.
1: Hey, time traveler. Are you trying to learn your birth chart and you're struggling through... All those confusing layers of signs, houses, planets, degrees, aspects. I have a four level, self paced course that makes this process so much clearer. Hi, I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. I'm an instructor and mentor for folks like you that are trying to learn all of this trendy new astrological information for themselves in their own lives. Each level of my course is specifically designed to dive deep into the chart and help make sense of all those different parts and pieces. I developed this course to directly improve all the problems that I personally encountered on my journey to learning my own birth chart so that you don't have to. All of the information is presented in a way that is digestible and set up to promote the most effective retention and set you up for real success. By the end of our last level, you'll be ready to practice interpreting the transits and the aspects for yourself. You can visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology for more information and to order yours today. You can also use code time to learn for a 10% discount off of your bundle today. This is my way of saying Thank you so much for being part of the Timeless Spirituality community. I enjoy working with all of you so much that listen to me over on That Witch Podcast. So don't forget, if you're struggling to learn your birth chart, you want to finally make sense of all of this, visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology and use code learn for 10% off at checkout. Thank you so much, Time Traveler. Thank you, Daniel, the past life regressionist. And I'll see you all in class.